gold standard. Welcome to the Dr. Hedberg Show for cutting-edge practical health information. For the latest articles, videos, and podcasts, visit drhedberg.com. That's D-R-H-E-D-B-E-R-G.com. The information in this show is intended for educational purposes only. Always consult your healthcare professional before attempting anything recommended in this program. And now, here's Dr. Hedberg. Greetings, everyone. This is Dr. Hedberg, and welcome to the show. And today I'm going to be talking about the connection between hepatitis C and Hashimoto's disease. So we've talked quite a bit recently about the infection connection to Hashimoto's disease. We've covered the Epstein-Barr virus. We've covered Helicobacter pylori. We've covered herpes 6. And we've covered Yersinia enterocolitica. And now we'll be talking about hepatitis C. So let's just lay some bedrock uh, go over what hepatitis C really is. It's just a virus that mainly infects the liver. However, it can leave the liver and infect other tissues, more specifically the thyroid gland, interestingly enough. It can also trigger other conditions like arthritis, diabetes, autoimmunity to the liver, Sjogren syndrome, and autoimmunity to the kidney. And usually a lot of people with hepatitis C, it creates what we call liver cirrhosis and then even liver cancer. So pretty devastating virus in some cases. So hepatitis C has some interesting symptoms. Now the the tricky part is that some people won't have any symptoms. So they'll get hepatitis C and they might not have symptoms for years. And then the virus uh, really starts to grow inside the liver and it begins to cause problems. So a lot of the pain, a lot of the symptoms are related to issues with the liver or damage to the liver. So you might have abdominal pain. You might have yellowing of your skin and your eyes. That's called jaundice. Fatigue, fever, loss of appetite. And there might be an area around the midsection um, of the body where you'll see swollen blood vessels. They look like a little spider web. Nausea, rectal bleeding, bloating, fluid in your abdomen, confusion, drowsiness, slurred speech, weight loss, swelling in your legs, itchy skin, bruising and bleeding easily, dark colored urine, and muscle aches. So those are the main symptoms that people get with hepatitis C. Now the way that most people get it is through sexual intercourse with someone who has hepatitis C, or they get it from a blood transfusion. And then a very common one is sharing drug needles. Um, Some people have gotten them from getting a tattoo. So it's a kind of an unsterile needle that was used for someone with uh, hepatitis C, and it got transferred um, when they got the tattoo. Also, people who work Healthcare workers who are around a lot of needles, if they accidentally were stuck, 
by an infected needle, they could get it that way. And then testing is pretty straightforward. There's just hepatitis C antibodies you can do through most commercial labs. Now, a couple of the things that I see on the blood work that we run is elevated liver enzymes. So anytime there's damage to the liver, we will see the AST and the ALT elevate. And I'll also look at the complete blood count, the CBC, and we'll usually see elevated lymphocytes, which indicates uh, viral infection. Also markers of inflammation like the C-reactive protein and the sedimentation rate might also be elevated. And then in about 33% of cases of hep C, you'll see the anti-nuclear antibody test positive as well. So once you get the virus, it leaves the liver and it infects the thyroid gland in some cases. So how does it trigger Hashimoto's? We don't really know for sure at the time of this podcast. There's a few different possible explanations And these are related to the immune system um, getting sort of fooled by the virus and it's in the gland and the immune system attacks the thyroid gland instead of the hepatitis C virus. And so your immune system knows that it's there and uh, it may get tricked into attacking your own tissue instead of the virus. So we do know that the hep C virus can leave the liver and infect the thyroid gland. And if it stays there and it stays active, then it's going to create chronic inflammation in the gland. So that will cause destruction of the thyroid gland as long as the virus is active. So hep C is usually treated with interferon. That's the standard treatment. Uh, Unfortunately, a number of studies have found that interferon can trigger Hashimoto's disease. So it is recommended that people with hepatitis C get tested for Hashimoto's disease before they get interferon done. Or if they have moderately or slightly elevated antibodies, uh, then the interferon could potentially trigger a full-blown Hashimoto's attack. So that's really something important to to think about. Now, there are some alternative treatments, so let's go over those. So there are some good agents that target the hepatitis C virus quite well, and those are elderberry, isatis, schisandra berry, licorice root, garlic, silver, St. John's wort, lactoferrin, and zinc. So all those can work quite well for the virus. The other thing you want to do, if there is infection in the liver and the thyroid, is improve glutathione levels. And you can do that with a good whey protein, N-acetylcysteine, milk thistle, selenomethionine, and the amino acid glycine. And you can also just take straight glutathione as a supplement. Those are readily available now. There's the liposomal glutathione supplements, and there's the reduced form. You just want to make sure you're taking a good brand so you get good absorption. And then the liver tends to be congested due to all of the inflammation and the damage from the virus. So there are a number of compounds you can use to kind of... uh, 
clear up the liver congestion and flush it out and uh, get all the junk out of the liver. So all of these can help to do that. Dandelion, methionine, choline, inositol, artichoke, taurine, ox bile, curcumin, beetroot powder, black radish, your uh, B vitamins, and magnesium. So all of those will really help to get things flowing out of the liver, through the gallbladder, and uh, clean up the clean up the liver. And uh, there are supplements that contain all of those in one, and those are readily available as well. So in addition to targeting the Hep C virus and supporting the liver, uh, we we also want to do all the usual things that we would do with our Hashimoto's patients. And I'm not going to get into a tremendous amount of detail there because I've talked about that ad nauseum in in other podcasts and articles. Uh, But it's a matter of, you know, working with your functional medicine practitioner to fix all of the other body systems that are connected to the Hashimoto's and the autoimmunity, such as clearing up the gut, uh, balancing hormones, reducing inflammation, fixing blood sugar, addressing other infections that you may find, addressing stress physiology, et cetera, et cetera, all those things that that need to be done. But you may see really good improvement in your thyroid antibody levels and improvement in function uh, when when you figure out that you have hep C and you also have Hashimoto's and you start working on that. Uh, you can see good improvements in your autoimmunity and your thyroid function. So think about this, you know, people can be asymptomatic, like I said before, for a long time, uh, and they have hep C, but they don't know it. So if you fit in with any of the, of those risk factors that I talked about, like, um, intercourse with someone you knew had it, uh, any history of drug needle use, blood transfusions, healthcare worker, things like that, and nothing's really adding up for your Hashimoto's disease, then it may be a good idea to get checked for the Hep C virus. It's a very simple, readily available blood test you can do through any commercial lab like LabCorp. And if it's there, then, you know, if you did the interferon treatment that could trigger the Hashimoto's even worse or even trigger it if you didn't have it. Uh, So those are some really important things to think about. So work with your functional medicine doctor. If you do have the hep C, you're certainly welcome to work with him or her on reducing the viral activity and the viral load and clearing up the liver and and then targeting it, you know, if it is in the thyroid gland with uh, various protocols. All right, so that's our Hep C, Hashimoto's disease, infection connection. This is Dr. Hedberg, and I will talk to you next time. Take care. If you enjoy the Dr. Hedberg Show, you can support it by sharing each episode on your social media channels, like Facebook, and by leaving a review on iTunes. Please visit drhedberg.com. 
That's D-R-H-E-D-B-E-R-G.com to access the show notes and resources for today's episode. 